Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. I remember what it felt like in December of 2014 when I had just gone into our bedroom and told my husband that I loved him and I wanted to make our marriage work, but I could not continue living in the conditions that we were living under. We were fighting all of the time. He was wanting to move forward with a divorce and constantly holding that over my head. And it just wasn't a safe space in our home anymore when it comes to being open and transparent. And I couldn't live with it anymore. And I remember going out to my car and just sitting in the driveway, waiting for him to come after me. And he never came. And I remember calling my parents and saying, I feel so ashamed and I feel so embarrassed. Like I can't get a divorce. This isn't how my story was supposed to end. And from that point forward for probably about the next year or two, what I really struggled with was why my husband didn't love me and was I even lovable? Was I even good enough? And it wasn't until I finally made a decision to stop focusing on how my husband was treating me or what he thought of me or even what he was doing and to really start focusing on something else that everything changed in my life. Today, my husband and I have an amazing marriage. I actually, uh, as the time of filming, yesterday was my birthday, and I tend to start my birthdays journaling. And one of the things I journaled was, I, I have an amazing marriage. My husband is my best friend, and this is the marriage I had always wanted. But it has absolutely taken work to get there. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, I'm joined with Nathan, and Nathan is one of the amazing people on our team (laughs) who speaks with you all, who speaks with the people who call in, who are looking for help, looking for the next steps, who are likely in the state I was in or worse by the time they talk to you. What are some common things that you hear, Nathan? Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, I hear a lot. Yeah, you know, there's a lot that goes on. uh, Obviously, one of the one of the things I like to tell people all the time, and it's very very true, is that you know I have my story, you have your story, and every single person that I speak with throughout the day has their story, and there are common themes. Okay, in in many situations, but I want to make sure to be very clear that in the case of you, for example, only your story is like your story. Mm. Okay, and only my story is like mine. Yeah. And for any of the, the for the woman that I spoke with earlier today, her story while it has some similar themes to others, there's nobody else with her story. Okay? So, one of the things I want to make sure to be very clear about is as we talk about common themes, mm-hmm. um I will never ever say to anyone on the phone, I to hear about people like this all the time. Mm. Because I don't. Mm. Because if any single person comes to me with a similar theme, it's always got their nuance and it's always got their pain. Yeah. And and their pain is distinctly theirs. Mm. Uh, one of the things that I do notice a lot is um, I, I notice fear. A lot of fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the known. Fear of their perceived lack of capabilities. Fear of their spouse. 
Um, I notice a lot of different uh, things that come from the unknown. Um, I notice people grasping for control all day, every day, sometimes successfully, sometimes unsuccessfully, Um, many times unsuccessfully. Um, And I do notice a lot of panic. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like Hercules, the old pain and panic. Um, Pain and panic, they run rampant through my phone calls because I I like to think of what I do. Uh, I'm almost like a triage nurse. For marriage helper. What our team does is, uh, for those of you who who set up a call with us, there's a good likelihood that I'm going to be the one you speak to. And being that first forward-facing person gives me the opportunity, and I, I, I honestly, I, I look at it as an opportunity, to be the first person just to say, I hear you and I'm sorry mm. for what you're going through. Yeah. And no judgment, no shame, no blame. Yeah. You could be running around with your head on fire. And I am not going to judge you for that. Um, but it gives me a great opportunity to kind of just say, okay, we're going to take 30 minutes now for you just to breathe and do something you haven't done in a long time. And that's just chill out. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they're all over the place. It's a scatter pattern of, of themes. Um, but some commonalities, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I appreciate your, the the way you look at it and the way you approach it with every single person is unique. And I believe that's something that maybe can get um, buried a little bit in, especially in when Joe and I talk, when he's in your chair, right? Uh, one of the things that we commonly say is the principles that we teach are 80% foundational and, and apply to every situation. And then 20% unique to you and figuring mm-hmm. out how to how to implement them in your specific situation. And so probably from our seats, many people hear like, oh, we are kind of all of the same. And so I do appreciate that there's the aspect of um, while, while there's a similar hurt and pain overall, your specific situation is because that's what people want. They want to know I'm heard, I'm seen, I'm cared for, for who I am and what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes what people need. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not always the best thing to, to keep them from moving forward. Right. 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 Yeah. The, the issue with going from a place of solitude and loneliness, mm-hmm. because let's be honest, no, I tell people all the time on the phone, no one wears a t-shirt that says, help me. My marriage sucks. Right. Okay. So you're alone. You feel like you're the only one. Absolutely. And, and even though, you know, for those of you out there that have been listening to this podcast from its inception, mm-hmm. you know, you still feel like, well, my problem, I'm the only one and yeah. nobody knows and I'm alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so the issue is taking someone from a point of solitude and loneliness to a point of community mm. and hope. And so there is an absolute necessary change of trajectory that has to happen to take someone from I'm alone and I'm hopeless to I am cared for, I am loved, I have a vision, I have a path, I'm on the way. And then ultimately to we are healed, we are reconciled, we are in that place of purpose and hope. Okay? So it takes energy to change trajectory. Mm-hmm. A cruise ship can't just turn. Yeah. You have to really crank at that wheel. Yeah. And so, yeah, it does take, there's a lot that goes into that. 
to be yeah. able to go from that place of I'm alone. Now I'm seen. Now I'm together or now I'm, I'm healing. And then I am healed. Mm. One of, one of the things I was thinking about and in, in writing about yesterday for something else that I'm going to be recording is that people, many of the people who come to us, they, they want a change to happen in their marriage specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't necessarily understand yet what are those steps that need to happen to get that change to happen. And then even worse, sometimes when they do understand, they're going to fight like everything <laughs> to stay exactly where they are yeah, because they it's are. uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? To like wrap your head around. It's terrifying. It's very terrifying. Mm-hmm. And and even some of the things that we teach um, or that we recommend with people, like even if your spouse isn't engaged yet, start with working on yourself. Mm-hmm. That concept is very difficult to swallow because all – like when I was in that situation, all I wanted to do was talk about my husband and how mm-hmm. he needs to change. And there were things he did need to change. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just venting and complaining. Um, some of it was actually very much true. But I was really unwilling to look at me. Mm-hmm. And when someone tried to get me to look at me, I was great at deflecting oh, yeah. or justifying or, right? You don't understand. I know what I'm doing. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to change anything. There's so much amazing in this room right There's now. There's so <laughs> much, so much in this podcast room. That's very true. Uh, so go, like, talk more specifically. Who are some of the people you have spoken with where you yeah. like specifically what are kind of some of those situations they're coming with and how how are you really helping them overcome the biggest objection they have and what is it right right so there are two factors that I look I like to make things really really simple great so so when uh, when you call me if you do, if you do talk to me on the phone be prepared because I'll be straight up honest with you but if you do there are two factors I like making things simple when it comes to decision making. Mm-hmm. Any decision, mm-hmm. external and internal. External factors we encounter every day. So I want what I want to do right now is if you're in a situation where you're wondering if your if your situation is even worth giving hope to, mm-hmm. if you're in a situation where you don't know what to do or if you're on the fence, I want you to think about this. The decisions that I will ask you to make on the phone are very akin to a decision you make to any at any other time during the day. External factors are things that we can't control that we have to adapt to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for example, time. Do I have the time for the workshop, for example? Um, scheduling. You know, how can I plan ahead? Childcare. Yeah. You know, in one. that situation. That's that's mm-hmm. one. You know, how do I adapt to things that I cannot change whatsoever and they are just out there? It's just like going to lunch. You know, or I, I, you know, I ride my bike here. Mm-hmm. So it's um, A, uh, what's the best route to go? B, how much time do I have to make that trip? These are all things that will not change. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, if, if anybody out there is going to go to lunch today, you're going to think about where do I go? What's my budget? How much time does it take to get there? And do I want to go? Yeah. These are all just external factors. You do it every day. Yeah. These are the easy ones. These are the same parameters for everyone. Yeah. And that is simply a matter of logistics. We call those logistics. These are things you can't control. Internal factors are a whole different oyster. Mm. Okay. Internal factors are things that you have control over. And they all exist within your head. Internal factors are things like, like if I'm biking to work, it's do I feel like riding my bike to work? 
Uh, I had a bike crash years ago, like we talked about uh, before. And do I, is my desire to ride my bike greater than my fear of what happened to me in the past? Mm -hmm. Is my, is my desire bigger than my trauma? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, In our situation, uh, it is simply a matter of, do I believe that my marriage is worth saving? Do I uh, have hope for X, Y, Z? Do I think that I can do this? What 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 might my spouse do? Mm-hmm. Um, these are all things in your head. Yeah. And the thing about uh, the thing about them are they all boil down to one thing. Your, what is your sense of value? In my opinion, I ask people this all the time. Are you worth the time and the work? Yeah. Especially on that path where we talk about if you're starting by yourself. Right. Are you worth the time invested and the money invested in yourself? Are you worth it? When you boil it down to those, when you boil it down to that simple question, I would hope that the answer is clear for everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. So are you worth going farther than your fear? Are you worth the time that it takes? Are you worth asking the hard questions of your spouse? Is your sanity worth what it takes to get into the workshop? Hmm. When you get up in the morning and you understand that I I talk, I I was talking with one person uh, a couple of days ago. Highly capable, highly capable uh, person in a scientific field. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this person, when you speak to them, you can just tell they make people do things. Right? <laughs> like, like this is a person who I, I love talking with this person because um, they're just so direct and so purposeful. Mm-hmm. And then when I ask, and by the way, if any of you have ever talked to me on the phone, my next question, you know what it's going to be. What is your goal? Mm-hmm. And when I ask, what is your goal? This person just broke down mm-hmm. and lost it. And, uh, and that's okay, by the way. Crying is allowed on the phone with me. Absolutely. It's totally good. You're welcome to do that. Um, but lost it. Mm-hmm. And they said, what is your goal? And they said, I don't know. And not knowing is the most terrifying thing I can experience. Hmm. So we talked for a while just about what it would look like. What did ta- you ask after that? What did you ask after she said she didn't know? When what she or when he, she said, or, yeah, when this person this said, person, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We, I try to be very, very, Vague. very careful, very careful because I don't ever want to share anything that's not my story to tell. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say that when this person said, "I don't know." I said, so let's explore that. Mm. What is the most important thing that you need right now? And this person said, I want to know what to do about my marriage. Mm. Uh, My spouse, in a nutshell, said, he's treating me like garbage. (laughs) And I'm just, I know that it's not all my fault. And I know that it's not all this person's fault, my spouse's fault, but I would just love to know what to do. And I said, so what I'm hearing you say is that your goal is clarity. Mm. 
Your goal is just having a moment where you know, because this person, like I said, is used to making high-level decisions. Yeah. So so for this person to be able to make these high-level decisions, they do that all day. It's like muscle memory, yeah. right? It's easy. But then all of a sudden you find yourself in a situation where it's like trying to, you know, it's like trying to uh, do a long jump on the beach. You know, you're, the sand is moving underneath your feet long before you ever jump. So there's no firm foundation and, it, and it's terrifying. I've been there. I know what that feels. I cannot jump forward until I know that my plant foot is strong. So we talked a while about what it would look like to get clarity mm-hmm. and the steps that it would take to get some clarity. And we talked about one of our programs. Um, and at that point, I could then look at that person and say, now the question is not, uh, what do I do? You know what to do. Mm-hmm. The question is now, is the reward worth your fear? And this person asks a lot of really good questions, but also be aware. Some some of you out there also may be the type of person that does ask a lot of questions. And usually the questions I get are very good. I very rarely get a question that I'm just like, what? So very, very rarely. But the questions that you may be asking yourself out there right now about, well, what if this? And what if my husband or what if my wife does this? Or what if this? Or what if this? By the way, these are all external factors that you cannot control. We've right. talked about that. Yeah. These questions oftentimes are stalling tactics. Because we feel comfortable asking questions, because if we ask questions, then that means we're waiting on a deci- on an answer or a decision. And if we're waiting on an de- answer or a decision, then that means we don't have to do anything. Right. That means we don't have to take action. It's a stalling maneuver. When you find yourself asking the same question over and over, you're stalling. Another one, and I want to get your, your thoughts on this, is so, so... <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to explain what I'm about to explain <laughs> to the listeners. So people in the office know that I've had this like weird nasal thing happening over the past couple of weeks, like, right. like a nerve condition. I'm not going to go into it. Anyway, it felt at its worst. It feels like I'm constantly needing to sneeze mm. all the freaking time and nothing helps it. Yeah. Um, and so the doctor, like I went to the doctor a couple of weeks ago and he said, you know, try this one thing, but if that doesn't work, I'm going to give you a steroid pack. This is not open for people to give me their advice of whether or not I should take the steroid pack. I'm simply telling the story. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, long story short is it kept getting worse. And I finally, uh, like over the weekend, I got to the point where I was looking at the steroid pack and I said, here's the thing. And my my husband was like, why haven't you taken it yet? And I said, here's why. Here's the thing. Because as, as long as I don't take it, there's hope that it might work. Mm-hmm. But if I take it and it doesn't work... I'm completely hopeless because I've done everything else. Yes. And I had this exact conversation with someone a couple of days ago and it was mm-hmm. via text message. Mm-hmm. Um, and this person said to me, I know that I need to do this, but what if I do all this? What if I spend this money and I take this time and I do all this and I just end up single? And my only reply is what if you do all this, spend all this money, take all this time, and you end up whole? That's that's right. That's right. Because logically, the argument I gave, it doesn't make sense. It's like, so you're going to withhold trying something that could be what actually makes everything better. Right. I talked with a lady this morning. Yeah. Okay? And look, if you're watching this podcast, I'm a robust young man. Um <laughs> 
I'm, yes. I'm more robust than I have been in the past, and I'm working on my robustity. Um, but but in all seriousness, I was thinking you were being like a personality, like you are a big personality. No, honey, I'm big boned. So <laughs> so. In all seriousness, um, I was telling, but look, I'm going to be straight honest with my, with my clients on the phone. And I said, look, here's where I'm at. So my goal through my writing and everything is to lose X number of pounds. Uh-huh. Okay. So what if I were to say, I don't think I can lose X number of pounds. Let's, let's say 50, mm-hmm. for example. I don't think I can lose 50 pounds, so I'm not going to lose 10. And it's the same exact thing that people go through on this in our in our path. Mm-hmm. They think in, in turn. Let's say the couple's path and the solo path. Mm-hmm. I just don't see right now in my terrified, fear laden, hopeless spot that I'm at right now. I cannot possibly see my husband or my wife possibly ever reconciling. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if the individual path, the solo path, is worth it. That's the exact same thing. Why would you say, I don't know if this big, hairy, audacious goal in the future is possible, so I'm not even worth getting help for myself right now. Right. You're cutting your nose off to spite your face. Right. Because my that objection is not one that comes from rational thought. It's not one that comes from logic. It's one that comes from hopelessness and fear and pain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And And so my opportunity, and this is why I love what I do talking with people, is that I will then say, may I speak directly with you? And when you say yes, I will. I will tell you that you're being afraid and that fear never accomplished anything. Fear only holds people where they are. So if you hear a voice in your head that says you should not because of X, Y, Z, because of what my, I've heard people say, well, my church will know that there's a problem. My friends will know that there's a problem. Um, my uh, parents will be disappointed in me. My job might find out. All of these are external factors, and you shouldn't give a crap about that. Right. They are, they're external factors. What are you worth? If you are worth getting clarity, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're in a situation where, when, like I have been, I was a royal jerk for a long time in my marriage, and it took a lot to get me out. I know about that feeling of hopelessness. If you're sitting there and you're just looking at yourself in the mirror and you wake up in the morning and you go, oh my God, another day, how am I going to have to deal with this crazy person that I live with? Mm-hmm. You look in that mirror, there's a person in there that at one point in their life was walking down the aisle, madly in love, excited about their future. Mm -hmm. That future was not deleted. It's still there. You just have to be able to say, I'm worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to start by fighting for yourself. And that's why I make no I make no excuses. I'm not ashamed of the fact that I will look at somebody and say, you really need to change how you think. Mm. So be prepared. But um, I I think that, you know, those fears, those unknowns, those fears, those unknowns, all those things that stand in your way, 
if you look at something and it is trying to stop you from acting, then that is your old trajectory that you're trying to change. If you feel that friction, that is your old way of thinking mm-hmm. that you're going to have to push through yeah. to get a new one. Yeah. Just my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's the growth versus fixed mindset too. Right. And Carol Dweck's research and um, the fixed mindset is, is the person who runs from problems, doesn't embrace challenge, mm-hmm. looks at the situation where, or where others succeed and is jealous of them. Right. And, right. and all of this at the end of it basically says this person, because they avoid facing their problems, they end up in a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Whereas the growth mindset person embraces challenges, looks for ways through how, what can I learn from this? Whether I succeed right. or not, what can I learn from this? And therefore has like an unstoppable amount of growth and future achievement. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm thinking of as you're talking about this as well. You have to be wildly unconcerned with the probability or the possibility of failure. Yeah. That's hard. Wildly unconcerned. It's very hard. It's extremely hard. It's easy yeah. for me to say as I'm sitting here behind this microphone, but in reality, for you to learn how to do something new, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll give you a personal example after my bike crash. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it was a bad one. And I love the feeling of being out on my bike, okay? But I had to make that that decision for a moment. I have to be wildly unconcerned about the mathematical statistics of wrecks and all this kind of thing. If I want to get that feeling again, then I've got to go get out on it. Yeah. And I've got to do it. If If you want to make development in your own life, regardless of your spouse right now, mm-hmm then you have to make actions. You have to take those steps. And no one can do it for you. No one can make you do it. I can't make you do it. You can't make anyone do anything. But at the end of the day, we're standing here saying life's good on the other side of the chasm. Very much so. And that's all there is to it. What would you recommend as someone's next first step? First next step or next first step? All the steps. All the steps. In regards to what? They're listening. Okay. Let's talk about two different people. They're listening and they're considering they've never talked with anyone at Marriage Helper before. Right. They've never taken that first step to really begin doing something. What's the first step for them? First step, what I, I would say is go to the website, marriagehelper.com, mm-hmm. uh, and check out the workshops page and just Watch the videos. We have on the on that landing page, we have both the uh, solo spouse workshop and we also have the couple's journey. Mm-hmm. In many situations, you know, we have two spouses that are just, you know, I, I, to- I jokingly say they're like two wet cats in a potato sack. You know, they're, they're just wrestling, but they want to work on it. Uh, the couple's journey would be for you. If you find yourself truly feeling alone, it might be the solo spouse. Watch, watch both videos. Schedule a call with one of our with one of our uh, intake specialists. Yeah, work with you know because once again, yeah, we're going to challenge you, but you need that challenge. If you but if you've if you have just found us, then check out the website, check out the uh, check out the resources, check out the different workshops, see what works there, and definitely 
go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel, all of that, because quite frankly, we put so much out there on YouTube uh, that it will definitely help you to be familiarize yourself. I will say now that I think about it, I will say that it's very important to familiarize yourself with where we come from because, you know, we aren't therapists, right? We equip. Yeah. We empower. And if that's what you're looking for, we can help you. Absolutely. Yeah. You won't come to Marriage Helper and get a bunch of talk therapy. No. It's very actionable. Very we, action We do not aim for you to leave more confused than when you showed up. <laughs> um, <laughs> or hating someone you didn't hate when you walked in the exactly, door. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. One thing, one thing we will, just to be very, very clear, and I'm sure for those of you who have listened to this for more than 30 seconds can obviously know already, one thing we will never do is look at a couple and say, you guys are too far gone. Never. Um, you guys should probably just split. I had to, I talked with a, a potential client today who had to go through that and they got that from a pastor. I bet. Oh, I bet. They got that it from a pastor heart. today. Makes me mad um, actually. Yeah. Oh, I needed to take a walk. Yep. Um, but uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm a little intense, <laughs> but um, one of the things that you will never get from us is you're too far gone. That's now right. we also realize that we can't save every marriage. Right. And we're very clear about that. So if you do end up in that situation, we will love you still and we will work with you as long as you'll allow us to talk to you. 100%. Um, so at no point do we look at you and say, you know, peace, can't help you. No. Um, but at whatever point you are at on the journey, all I would say is familiarize yourself, dig in, know where we're coming from. And if those values line up with your goals, then you will meet an entire team of people who will aim to inspire you that your choices and your actions be in line with your goals. And if your choices and your actions are not in line with your goals, then I will very happily remind you that they aren't. <laughs> it will lovingly bring you back. It's a loving course right correction. A yeah. loving course correction. Yes, I, I agree. And definitely would encourage for people to book a call. Yes. With the intake specialist. And you can easily find that by going to marriagehelper.com slash apply, A-P-P-L-Y, and then the number two. Why? Because that is the URL that the team has for this episode. Because it is what it is. Because it is what it is. That's the bottom line of it. So it's marriagehelper.com forward slash apply and the number two. And you can get that in the show notes wherever you're watching this as well. So let's talk about the person who they have talked with someone at Marriage Helper. And they're stuck in the cycle of their thoughts. Mm. That goes, that goes to what I said just a moment ago is my behavior in line with my goals. Mm. If not stop. And I know that seems easy to say. I know it's so easy to say, because by the way, if you are caught in that destructive self-communication cycle mm -hmm. that you are just looping yourself right now, then when I said stop, you then said, oh yeah, well I would, but mm. you just said that in your mind, you're busted, but that you are wired in that situation. Your momentum is carrying you just like you're going down a toilet. You're just going in a circle. Eventually one day you're going to be in darkness. Well, so what so. you, what you, yes, thank you for that. So, <laughs> so what you have to do, what you have to do is get out of the cycle. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, Joe cannot get you out of that cycle. Kimberly cannot get you out of that cycle. No one on our team, as good as I think we are, 
can get you at the end of the day, can get you out of that cycle. Only you can do that. That's right. And you have to plant your flag in the ground as muddy or sandy or slipping or, or whatever as it is. You have to plant your flag in the ground and say, on this day, today, I'm stopping the chain. I'm stopping the cycle. Because you will continue doing that. I heard you just say, oh, yeah, well, but. I heard you say it again. Stop that. You have to take that moment just to say, today is the day that I'm going to choose to do something radically different from anything I've ever done before. I am worth change. And I can't make you feel that way. And you can't make them feel that way. You have to decide that the picture of your future is more important than the pain of your past. You have to decide that. And upon deciding that, your actions have to be in line with your decisions. Now, you will make mistakes. There will be bumps in the road. And that's where you give yourself grace. I suck at that, by the way. I'm not good at giving myself grace. I admit that straight up front. But you have to give yourself grace when you do fall off the path. Maybe you're working with your spouse to try and get them to a couple's workshop. And you commit a massive push. And it ticks them off. Your story isn't over. That's right. Okay? Your story's not over there. Um, I've spoken with a number of people. Spoke with a, a guy couple of actually last week who had multiple infidelities. He calls me absolutely breaking because he feels that he's destroyed his marriage. Mm -hmm. And my reply is my reply to him was, well, you know that what you did wasn't the right thing to do. I don't, I'm not here to tell you that judge you, shame you or blame you. You know this already. So let's do different. Mm -hmm. He goes, really? Yeah. It's just too different. We're not going to drag you through your past, so you shouldn't either. That's right. So if you're on that path to reconciliation and you commit a massive push, or if your spouse who is in deep limerence, like they do yo-yos left and right, one day they think you're the greatest and the next day they think you're the devil incarnate, you know, all these things back left and right. On those opportunities that you have uh, to mess up, know that it happens and you're human and humanity would be great if it weren't for all these humans. Just realize that. Yeah. So every step of the way, our team, whether it be our coaching team, whether it be our client success team, whether it be our, our intake team like mine, mm-hmm. uh, we're all here united with the same purpose. It's just to help you to realize that there is always hope and it will always be there. The only thing that keeps you from accomplishing your goal is you. Bottom line. That'll preach. <laughs> I don't even know how to end this podcast after that. You took my line. There is always hope. I'm sorry. You deserved it. You need <laughs> it was a perfect <laughs> opportunity. You're right. We believe nothing is unrecoverable. We believe there's always hope. And we would love to work with every single person. But we're not gonna coddle you. No. No. That's going to, that just keeps you where you are. Yeah, exactly. Now we want to move you into the, right. something much better, Right, much better. If you want to speak with someone on our intake specialist team, go to maritalper.com slash apply the number two. Again, that's anywhere you listen to show notes. We would love to work with you. Nathan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me on. It's a great episode. Glad to be here.
Absolutely.